Hello, I'm Alex Mozad, and welcome to Emergency Press Conference of Winner Take All, joined by Nick Johnson. Breaking news just this past weekend, the FTC is reshaping the antitrust argument against tech giants. Basically, there's now a magical new word in the vocabulary of the FTC, Lena Khan, their head, called monopsony. Not monopoly, but monopsony. So what is the big deal with this word monopsony? And why is this a legitimate game changer in the fight against big tech? In short, is basically monopoly on the supply side. It's a word that that's basically what it means is you have a monopoly over the supply side. And I think what's a big deal is we've been talking a lot uh, on the show for years now about how the real issue with these platform monopolies is they take advantage of the supply side particularly where you have things like you know, free products to consumers, or it's very difficult to prove consumer harm with something like Google or Facebook. But even, and in some cases, especially so with marketplaces like Amazon, where they take advantage of the sellers, and that, there's a lot of pretty clear-cut examples there. So seeing the FTC shift to now focus on this, what we would call producer harm, uh, is a pretty huge deal um, and one that we've been pushing for for a while, certainly. We've talked for years on the show about how trying to label big tech as taking advantage of customers, i.e. being the consumer, a fool's errand. You're just never going to win that argument. We've been proven correct, unfortunately, for years now. And this actually isn't new, right? We've seen uh, Ms. Vestager, who's the head of the EU kind of antitrust uh, regulatory body, start talking more and more about this exact thing. No big groundbreaking win that they've had over in the EU, but certainly the rhetoric has shifted there probably, what, a couple of years prior to this kind of now revelation that, is, that has hit the US FTC. When we think about what did Microsoft get in trouble for in the 90s, it was, it was actually taking advantage of suppliers when you think about them favoring Internet Explorer over other internet browser apps, which were made by who? Developers, which are considered what? Producers and suppliers to a development platform. So, you know, 25 years ago, I think is is really when this precedent was set. It's just, it's been very odd to Nick and I why it's taken so long for the regulators to, uh, you know, echo a similar framing for this antitrust dispute. But this is a winning path. We've been saying this on the show for years, basically ever since the show has been out. So I don't know what, over three years now, you need to treat producers like customers. Platforms have two customer groups, a consumer, yes, but also producers, third-party suppliers. So that's sellers on Amazon, app developers on iOS and Android, content creators on YouTube and Facebook. And when you focus on how platforms take advantage of suppliers, and the suppliers are also customers. There was the House Judiciary Report, which was released last year, where they actually had a memo from Amazon, might have been page 276 in this, in, in this report, where actually internal Amazon memos saying, our sellers are our customers, and they are very, very important to us. So you have platform monopolies, at self, uh, as, as Lena Khan would now call them, monopsonists, um, self-admitting that their sellers are also customers. And that really is the missing link in all of this, right? You can easily prove that an Amazon has over 70% market share uh, with, with third-party selling marketplaces, right? Marketplaces where a third-party seller can sell products on. It's Amazon and then 
falls drastically down to like maybe a Walmart marketplace, maybe an eBay, and then some vertical specific marketplaces like a StockX or a GOAT. But they have a large overwhelming majority of the market share for third-party sellers in the US. And the same thing rings true for the other tech monopolies and their other verticals, right? Uh, YouTube, Google Search, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, iOS, Android, etc. And when you frame it through that lens, you will win. You will win the court cases. They just have never actually done it until what looks like now. So this is a big, big deal. Yep. And I think it marks a pretty big shift. Um, you know, I think the dominant kind of antitrust theory comes from uh, you know, the, what they call the Borkian school of antitrust. He wrote a book called The Antitrust Paradox in 78 which was very influential through the 80s and kind of defined this focus only on consumer harm school of antitrust really for the last 40 years, which has been dominant. And we're starting to see a shift from that. Uh, Lena Khan is part of a sort of newer uh, school of thought, which also argues it's an older school of thought, uh, which basically goes back to before, you know, the Borkian theories and says, well, antitrust wasn't always just focused on consumer harm for decades before that. It actually focused on competition and fair markets, and that included the supply side. Um, so it's, uh, in that sense, um, you know, not, not as big a surprise that it comes from, you know, her as the leader of the FTC, but it's certainly a huge shift to see the FTC starting to embrace this point of view when it's, you know, it's been decades, uh, at a minimum since we've seen this. And it looks like the first kind of thing they're taking aim at, there's a video here, December of 21, welcome in litigating labor monopsony. A mergers and unilateral conduct. So it looks like they're really going after M&A. Then there's this press release just a few days ago, mid-January 22. Agencies launch joint public inquiry aimed at modernizing merger guidelines to better detect and prevent anti-competitive deals. And when we scroll down here to some of the, the kind of recap bullets, these bullets stand out. Impact of monopsony power, including in labor markets. The agencies seek input on how to address the issue of buyer power in more detail in the guidelines. Labor markets are a key example of buyer power, and the agencies seek information regarding how the guidelines should analyze labor market effects of mergers. If you scroll back up to some of Lena Khan's actual comments in this press release, it's, it's really zeroing in on this. Illegal mergers can inflict a host of harms from higher prices and lower wages to diminish opportunity, reduce innovation, and less resiliency. So lower wages, who is that referring to? I mean, that's going to be your third-party sellers, let's say, in a, in a labor marketplace or a services marketplace. Uber drivers, for example, would be somewhere I would expect to see some cases brought along these lines. The other, I think the other big one is the, the last bullet point in the, their section down here, unique characteristics of digital markets. Where they talk about, uh, you know, they often have characteristics like quote zero price products, multi-sided markets, and data aggregation. What they're really saying is platform businesses. That's really what that's talking about. There, they're saying you know the unique characteristics of these dominant platform monopolies, um, and the old way of dealing with antitrust ain't working. So we've got to take right. this into account. Uh, and you know, it, it's not an accident. I would say that monopsony power and that are back to back in the bullet point section because those will probably keep going. Hand in hand for a little while here. Yes, a zero price product, aka I give it away to consumers for free, and then I take advantage of the producers, and that's what we've been saying for years. So it's it's a very pleasant um, shift in tone, in in subject matter, 
and it's the right one. This this will work. You will actually be able to win these cases. Um, they've surprisingly, you might th- you think, oh, well, they, they, they've never actually tried this model before. It's 2022, and they're now finally getting around to this. So, hey, better late than never. Um, but there's no precedent, right? It's not like you look at the past number of years of failed litigation and you say, oh, well, look, they've tried this in the past. They actually have not tried this. This is entirely new ground, an entirely new approach for these regulators to take, and it's 100% the right one. So this is a big deal and a a very exciting shift. Hi, I'm Alex. Thanks for watching the show. Make sure to hit that subscribe button, but even better, make sure to follow us on Odyssey, follow us on Rumble, and text us 203-646-5159. Text the word Monopoly. You'll be subscribed. You'll get updates about when we're going live our latest videos, and we'll send you even a little goodie bag. And in the event that we all get banned from big tech, we'll still be connected. Nick, if this works, actually, when this works, is this going to be our next book, Modern Monopsonies? I think that uh, might be a little more legal focused than our last book was, but uh, it's certainly worth a shot that there's uh, some things to say here. We've been saying them on the show, and maybe, uh, maybe it takes a longer written form at some point.